0: Hi, my name is Diane, and welcome to my new podcast, Memoirs and Mother Nature. I have a blog, Recreation Outside Las Vegas, and also a YouTube channel, but this podcast is going to focus solely on hiking, the outdoors, lessons learned, complaints, and some stories about awesome adventures. I hope that you stick around, and I hope that you enjoy the podcast. Hello, and welcome to my first official podcast. My name is Diane, and you are listening to Memoirs and Mother Nature. I have a blog called Recreation Outside Las Vegas. You can find that at recreationoutsidelasvegas.com and I also have a YouTube channel, Recreation Outside Las Vegas. In today's podcast, I will be talking about some of my experiences while off-roading and in particular, I will be talking about Few times where I've gotten stuck, and what I think about that. Also, how I got out of the situation and what I learned from those times. Now, I've always been someone who likes to adventure. I do love going off the beaten path. I also like to explore areas that I've never been to. What really catches my attention is an area where it looks like not a lot of people have been to. I like untouched history. I like to learn about new places. And sometimes in order to do this, I must go and travel on more difficult roads few years ago, I had a Suzuki Samurai, but before that, I've had various vehicles, such as a Toyota 4Runner, I've also had some SUVs, but mostly sedans, and I would take sedans all over the place. The first time I got stuck was in a dry lake bed outside of a town called Lucerne Valley, California. I took a Chevy Prism that I was driving one time and drove through a dry lake bed, but it wasn't so dry. I remember getting stuck and eventually I did have someone help get me out. During this time, I was only 16 years old, just barely had my license, and I had freedom with the wheels. However, I did not want my parents to find out about the certain situation, so I remember taking the Chevy prison to the car wash and trying to get the people to wash my car, but they refused, and I had to drive down the road with all this mud caked to my tires and my undercarriage. I remember hearing it fly off underneath the bottom of my car. And I don't remember whether my parents found out or not, but that is one of the first times I remember getting stuck. Now, I was young and I was scared during that time, but obviously I didn't really learn anything because I continued to take these roads and travel into places where I even knew that I couldn't get out of before I even traveled in those areas. Another time that comes to mind is when Jocelyn and I went to a place called Eagle Valley. This is in the western, or sorry, eastern side of Nevada. We decided that we wanted to go visit a warm spring but the warm spring was closed so we continued to travel and make our day trip a little bit longer we stopped and we spoke with a park ranger at a place called cathedral gorge and she mapped out this beautiful route for us where we could see the backside of eagle valley and this was in late february so we continue to drive We head out to Eagle Valley, it's incredibly beautiful. However, there's one problem. It begins to snow, but there's already snow on the ground, but the ranger told us that we could go this direction and it was a safe travel. We keep driving and the snow's getting bigger. We go up this ravine area and the snow's getting deeper and deeper and I decide Hey, once I can find a place to turn around, I will. If you've ever traveled in the snow, you know that there's really not a lot of places to turn around when there's snow. You can't even see the ground. So we ended up getting stuck, and during this time, we had to hike four miles or so back down to a ranch. It was the only ranch that we had seen in miles, and the snow is deep. We only have day trip gear, so we hike, and... I remember coming up to the driveway, which was probably a mile long in itself, and these dogs are running towards us, looking like they're going to kill us. And We finally make it to the door, and this nice woman answers the door, and we tell her that we're stuck. Obviously, you shouldn't trust everybody, so she made one of us stay at home while the other one went back to the car with her 12-year-old son, who was driving a... John Deere tractor, and he drove the John Deere tractor all the way up to the car. He could drive that tractor better than I've driven any car. We get back to my car, and he's pulling us out with the tractor, and he's telling me how to drive. Keep in mind, I've been driving longer than this kid has been alive, but I listened to him anyways. We eventually got out of the situation, and we drove home. We were soaking wet and cold. One thing I've learned about that situation is to always pack for overnight. Keep keep supplies in my vehicle, even if I think it's only going to be a day trip. Also, I need to start listening to my intuition and do some research before you head out and about. For me, the spontaneous trips are always the ones that never end like I planned. Years before that trip to Eagle Valley, I actually owned a Samurai, like I mentioned before. And the reason why I purchased the Samurai is because I went to a, an event called King of the Hammers, which is a huge rock crawling off-roading event in Johnson Valley, California. I remember seeing people attempt this course, and the only vehicle that was able to complete one of these courses was a Suzuki Samurai, and the reason why they could complete the course is because they could lift the vehicle up over the rocks. It was that light, so it was basically manpower that helped this vehicle complete the course. I remember thinking, if I just had a Suzuki Samurai, I'd never get stuck and that is incredibly true. There's there were so many times where my Samurai actually pushed Jeeps out of the riverbed. Also, there were times where I've had to lift my Samurai up out of situations. I truly do miss that vehicle. I remember being in Eagle Valley, really missing having something with the capability of a Samurai. I had to sell the Samurai because I couldn't get it to pass emissions test. So, I sold it, and to this day, that is my biggest regret. I want to speak about a more recent trip to Carpenter Canyon, just outside of Pahrump, Nevada. I visited this place a couple weeks ago with my boyfriend. We drove his Jeep Rubicon up to the area, and it looked like an easy four-wheel drive path where four-wheel drive was necessary because the creek flows through the road and it can get kind of loose gravel. So I decided to take my Chevy Trailblazer the next week with my friend Jocelyn. We were going to camp this time, so we had everything packed and ready to go. However, my four-wheel drive failed. I had several people try to help get me out, and we were unsuccessful. One gentleman did go back to where there was cell phone service and he called my boyfriend Hank to get us out. Eventually about 8 to 10 hours later we were out of the canyon. One thing I did learn is to always test your gear. I really wish that I would have just been true to myself and know that my four wheel drive sometimes does fail. It's probably a solenoid that needs to be fixed. Also, Packing the proper equipment, toe straps, come-alongs would have definitely helped me in the situation. I didn't even bother to go through what I had inside my vehicle and that is one of my biggest regrets. I had a great time though and every time I get stuck, I do learn something new. I will be more prepared this time. If you are someone who likes to go off-roading and you want to try it for yourself I actually have a checklist that I've prepared from my own situations coming back home making checklists if you want a copy of the checklist you can head over to recreation outside hit the blogs tab and read about my latest blog what I learned after getting stuck inside there will be a checklist mm-hmm. I wanted to keep this first episode short and sweet because I know that I have a lot to learn when it comes to the podcast making process. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you found a little bit of value out of it. And if you want to reach me and give your inputs, you can always reach me at my website, recreationoutsidelasvegas.com or you can email me at diane at I'm always open to some sort of communication. Also, check out the YouTube channel, Recreation Outside Las Vegas. There are plenty of videos on there to keep you entertained. And I am excited to keep this podcast thing going. I've got a lot to talk about. So I hope that you join me and hit that follow button. And I will talk to you on the next podcast. See you next Wednesday.